Tim Stout from Stout on Sports, which is heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on our affiliate The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. That carries the huge show weeknights at 6 p.m. Timmy is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, Bill. Like you said, when you have weather like this at this time of the year in Michigan, you feel better about everything, I think. So let's hope it continues, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for the golf season. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl first, and then we'll get to Tom Izzo and Michigan State's win against Ohio State. What do you think of the Super Bowl? I loved it. I, I know technically it was a hold, but you could have a hold on every play almost, offense and defense. I, I thought at the time for them to throw it where the Chiefs were still in field goal range uh, wasn't the right move. I get you follow the book, but the last thing I see in the NFL are officials who follow the book. Well, you know, Bill, for me, sports in general, I I think there has to be a proportional thought in any sport, you know, how you officiate games relative to what is on the line. And that ended the game. One way or the other. What bothered me about it more than anything, which I haven't really heard many people talk about, is that pass was totally uncatchable. It was out of bounds. It was way too high. It was not going to get caught. And that was a game there were not many penalties called in the first place. The teams were deciding the game, and we had a tie game. Now, it was obvious that Kansas City was going to kick a field goal and probably get the leap, and there's no guarantee they'd have won. But Philadelphia at least would have had a chance to go and lose it on its own terms. I think when you have a play like that, which is absolutely not overwhelmingly a penalty that everybody can see was a penalty, when you've played seven months to get to where and beat each other to a pulp, 32 teams, and it comes down to that, to me, you got to let these guys play because I don't think it was indisputable that that was a penalty. I'm not sure every official in the NFL necessarily would have called it the way that guy did. I think you got to have a – and I think the referee should have picked up the flag. Okay, so then they kicked the field goal. Philadelphia would have had some time left. But that ended the game. I mean, you knew that ended the game, okay, unless a guy misses a field goal, which you didn't think he was going to do. So I thought it was unfortunate because, to your point, there were a lot of great plays. There were a lot of heroic plays in the game. They let the players play. The field was in terrible shape, but everybody had the same deal there. Then I thought it was going to come down to, you know, to the last couple of moments or whatever. But I just think it's unfortunate that that play is going to be discussed in an otherwise memorable Super Bowl game. Uh, that You know, if it ended 38-35 without that call, you would have had people talking about this game for a long time. Now when they recall it, oh, yeah, that was the, oh, yeah, that's where they called the defensive holding down there on the play that was disputed. So from your standpoint, I agree. I think it was unfortunate. Yeah, it was a fabulous game. Just an epic battle with the top two players in the league with Mahomes and Hurts. But it will be remembered uh, for the call. Uh, Let's move on, talk about Michigan State. Man, they knew how important that game was with the defense they brought to Columbus start to finish. And, you know, Hauser, when he's hitting the shots like that, State's a tough team to beat. They did, Bill, but that's the absolute worst Ohio State team I have ever seen play, and I've been watching Big Ten basketball for six decades. That's the worst Big Ten. And I, it looks to me like they're mailing it in. I bumped into Dizzo on Friday night, and I teased him. and Because he had just said earlier in the day, he says, 
don't kid me. Don't kid yourself. He said, Ohio State's a very good team. And I teased him on that. I said, you can stay here tomorrow. I'll go coach him because you're going to beat Ohio State. However, I never thought Ohio State could turn in the performance that it did, especially in the first half. I mean, my goodness, how big does a basket have to be for them to score? That coach has got to be in trouble. They lost six straight, 11 out of 12. To me, that's the worst team in the Big Ten. Now, that said... Michigan State obviously contributed. They were ready to play. They obviously know they have to play well defensively, and they did. Um, and they're going to win over Minnesota Wednesday. That sets up the thing where I'd ask you the question. You tell me, who wins Saturday night? Michigan State of mm. Michigan. Who wins that game? <laughs> well, if it's a Michigan team that until the final five minutes, this could be a you know final shot type of game. Uh, but they just they've disappeared they disappeared at the end of the first half and the the second half I don't know if it's coaching with Howard I don't know if it's rotation minutes but the way they struggle offensively and I'm going to tell you even on the final shot uh, you have a seven foot one center you get the ball into him and let him get to the free throw line to try and win you that game you don't run the ball enough through Hunter Dickinson, and I am saying this to Juwan Howard. Your offense should start with Dickinson. He kicks it back out to the open guy, and you get a good look. That's it. I, I, I believe they play too much run and gun. They dribble the ball way too much at times, and it really showed in the final five minutes against Indiana, who's not the greatest defensive team on earth. There you go. So I was I was in a suite in Little Caesars Arena for the hockey game. So we're watching the second half up there of Michigan and Indiana. I'm around all these Michigan people, and they're just sweating bullets because Michigan, you know, it played pretty well in that game. And I'm watching this, and I see Dickinson in the low post, so they get it down to him. Then he makes his move either left or right, either scores every single time he gets it or he gets fouled, okay, every single time. Then with five minutes to go, I can't find him down yep. He's out at the he's out at the top of the key. I know for Jet Howard or whoever. And I said, wait a minute, why is he out there? And if, if those guys, if those guards miss, then Dickinson's not. He's getting screened out, so he can't rebound the ball. For the life of me, I could not figure that out. And then to go five minutes at home and you lose by one point. If you hadn't scored for five minutes at home and you lost by twenty, well, that's one thing. They lost by one. All you had to do was get one more mm. point. You're in overtime. I know, they played enough defense to win. they got to run it through Dickinson, I'm telling you. And this team is about Jet Howard, it seems, first, uh, more than Dickinson. And Jet Howard plays zero defense, and he's a freshman. I don't know about Saturday night if it comes down to coaching. I think Izzo has the upper hand. It will be rowdy at Chrysler. We'll see what happens. Timmy, i got to get to a network break. Always good to hear your voice. Talk to you soon, Bill. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the time. Talk to you soon. Uh 